Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Billy, left foot, it's a cheeky one, square! Hello, welcome to episode 210 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. It's an exciting one today, Tom. Bournemouth yes. have won yet again. I can't wait to get into this today, can you? No, it's always it's always a joy to get into it um, after a win. And at the moment, I'm kind of used to winning. So it's, uh, yeah, good times, mate. Looking forward to getting into it. So for the 2023-24 season, Back of the Net is sponsored by Green King Sports, where football is more than a game. Yeah, Green King Sports venues are showing every televised Cherries fixture over the course of the season. So instead of turning to the internet for a dodgy stream, get your mates together, get down your local Green King pub and get closer to the action. This year, they've launched the Green King Sport Instagram page. They've got the app as well, and it's all home of fan content deals and competitions throughout the season. They've given away Champions League final tickets already and also signed shirts. So you definitely don't want to miss out. No, so drop them a follow on Instagram and you won't just be the first to know about all of this, but you'll also be helping out back in the net. So Ben Phillips was the man on the mic outside the stadium. Here was some of the best views outside Bramall Lane. Right, we're here outside Bramall Lane. A 3-1 comfortable win for the Cherries. Billy, what do you make of it, mate? Anyone got a cigar? That was piss easy. No disrespect to them, but I'm normally worried. That was absolute. Yeah, it yeah, was. It was, it was wasn't it? easy. Yeah, look, comfortable. I, I said if we don't concede in the first half hour, we'll be fine. Yeah, and that was it. You know, attack, attack, attacking wise, we were all over them. I thought. Mm. I generally thought we could have had a five or six. Mm. So many chances. We're very unlucky. It just goes to show. It's a long way. The fan, some of the fit trips of the people had to make it's unreal. Like the fans are fantastic. 
But um, yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm really pleased with that. We take it. Uh, I don't, I don't. Even, who we got next? Villa. Villa. Villa, 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 Villa on a Sunday. Three points there, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Oh no, we're at home, so yeah, we could do. Yeah. We could no, no, no. do. The only, the only thing I'm a uh, little down on is that they let that goal in right at the end. Yeah. But it's that okay. We scored three. It could have helped our Manchester City uh, goal difference, couldn't it? Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Man City, we're coming for you. Yeah. Boys, thank you. Okay, no problem. Ollie, how's well, it going, well, mate? Well, well, well. That was amazing. It was. Oh, where's that it? been all season? You know? know. Like, that, that was one of the best that's probably the best performance we've had all season uh, definitely away yeah uh, <laughs> you know great three points uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah go on to the next one Aston Villa I think we could definitely get a result from them especially because I think that how we are with long balls especially I think that will definitely uh, combat how they uh, how they play you know but today we absolutely dominated it was it, there was there was no there was no chance of them winning it was so good here are you yeah, I haven't seen a performance like it. Have we, would you say we turned a corner now in our result? In our yeah, I think. Results? You know what? Slow start, but I think we're, I think we're on track now. I definitely think we're on track. If, if I were to say it's a long way away, where, where, where do you see us finishing? End of the season. First. <laughs> Whoa, go on then. Aaron, welcome on. How, how are you feeling? Emotions. Oh. Brilliant, absolutely ecstatic. Irola, Irola ball is clicking, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they were poor. They were really poor, but we put them to the sword. I mean, I think that's five five goals in two games. It should have been ten over the two games, shouldn't it? Really. Um, we're shooting at about 40 shots in the last two games or something like that. Something it's great like that. to watch. It's great to watch. Mm. It's, it's, it's really good. And so, obviously, I've been asking for man of the matches. Are, are, are you maybe disappointed with anyone, or, or is it just t team performance? On no, a I'm not really. I, I'm gonna. I actually thought. I mean, there were so many good performances. I actually thought Cook and Christie were brilliant in the middle together. Mm. Look, they're both small, diminutive little players, but the balance seems to be working perfectly well. They just work so hard. Lewis Cook seems to have gained a yard in pace from somewhere. I don't know where that's come from. But they were just excellent. I thought, I thought, you know what? Justified his place. Cliver, in that pocket, number 10, picking up the ball in little areas, turns tightly, runs at them. Um, you know, there's an argument that he should keep his place in the team, you know, because yeah. Billing doesn't do that. He's a different sort of player. Um, we look dynamic, we got, you know, on the wings. It was just, it was just great to watch. And Zabani and Sinesi, outstanding again. All yeah. over the pitch, just brilliant performance. Brilliant do you, performance. Do you think, well, obviously you said about Billing, do you think we cash in for him in January while we can, or, did, or, or, or maybe end of the season? No, well, well, Billing's on a, a contract, long yeah, contract now, so, um, so, no, I mean, look, yeah, look, I think, obviously, if he was to go, we'd get a lot of money from now, Yeah. but, um, no, I think, look, he has to fight for his place back in the team, we know what a good player he can be, but at the moment, the dynamic is working better with a Cliver or a Sinistera, picking up the ball, little, you know, running at them, um, rather than what Billing can do, but there'll, there'll be chances for everybody the rest of the season. Yeah, all right, Aaron, thank you. Cheers, boys. Job. John. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very well. Yeah, I should hope so. <laughs> I think Honestly, we all are. I'm, I'm so pleased with that, but yeah. Turning point? Um, I think, I mean, overall, you'd say the turning point was probably the turnaround against Burnley in terms yeah. of our season, because then you could take the confidence into, obviously City wasn't a great result, but I thought that was one of our best performances against City, even though it was our worst result. Absolutely smashed Newcastle, totally ran away with it today. Never looked under much pressure. The funny thing is, and this is what, you know, Sheffield United be disappointed about. We didn't look invulnerable. Mm. Like when when they got close to our goal, when they put a ball over the top, then when they made it awkward for Zabani and Sinesi, they didn't look infallible. But Sheffield United just weren't good enough. They just, mm. they just it just looked like a, such a clear difference between um, 
ability, yeah, but budgets in the end, because Bournemouth have been in the Prem for five years, then they went down, come back, straight back up, and Sheffield United just aren't at the level that we're at, and we didn't have to work that hard. I think, as much as I absolutely love this midfield duo of Lewis Cook and Ryan Christie, will work for 180 minutes if the game kept on going. I mean, they're like that tall. They're, like, they're, they're just like, how can you possibly get overrun looking at Sheffield United, who are playing a 3-5-2? How can you get overrun in the midfield when the two midfielders you're going up against are Lewis Cook and Ryan Christie, who just ran the show? Absolutely ran the show. And it was just really easy in the end. It was. Um, so, obviously, Lloyd Kelly came off. I don't know if it's an injury or not. We, we, we happy with what Kirk has did? Yeah, I think... I think um, I think right at the end, he and a lot of others were a bit culpable of maybe shooting when other options were available because I think we could have definitely yeah. made this 5-6. It could have it could have been. But I was I was pleased with Kirkus to get some time. Um, and I think everyone that was on the pitch did, did, did themselves justice. And it was nice to see Lloyd Kelly actually stretch his legs and get forward at times mm. in that first half. I thought it was really good, good. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Lovely. Thanks, guys. Cheers, John. That is... That is the Iriola way. That is how you play Spanish football. And the Premier League, is they're starting to see what we do. So leave a like, subscribe, follow the TikToks, the social medias. Thank you and have a good night. Out the cherries. So, Tom, mm. Bournemouth are cooking. We are. Something's happening here. It feels all very positive all of a sudden. Only a few games ago, we were feeling very negative. There are some people that are whispering in our ear, though. Yeah, but it's only Sheffield United. Yeah, but it was only an understrength Newcastle. But we're all happy. We've got to enjoy these moments when they yeah. come to us. And uh, that was a really good weekend. Yeah, for sure. And you can uh, you can caveat that by going, OK, well, we're in the bad run. We had such and such out. We had such and such out. We had such and such. So, yeah, you still got Beagles in front of you. And um, I think Newcastle showed against Chelsea that understrength or not, they're a good team. Um, Sheffield United, have, did they have a couple of games of that defeat before us? Yeah. Um, good point. Uh, uh, Brian obviously beat Wolves not too long ago, so they've shown their no mugs. And yeah, and, and it wasn't just victories, which I felt the Burnley one was to a degree um, a while back. That first win was just get the win. But the last couple, I thought, no, we've both scorelines have flattered yeah. the opponents. I mean, Clearly. we could have scored so many goals in both them games. and um, But we're getting we're getting more clinical. But you think, Blemenek, if we had finish some of them chances. Not we're not missing sitters, but teams are putting off saves and we're but we're having so many opportunities. Um I mean the stats speak for themselves in terms of shots on target and shots in general. Um I think we have had have we had like I don't know how many shots we've had on target in the last two games, but it's chalk and cheese to what we've seen before yeah. um for a long time. So that's positive because that's when you know forget results for a minute, you think what we're trying to do and be a bit more front foot and yeah. causing this problem is is now quite evident and um, yeah, that's that's really promising, mate, and exciting and enjoyable to watch. So we called it a six-pointer. It effectively was because if they had to close the gap, it would have been one, but it, as it stands, seven points between us and Sheffield United. There is the league table. It's looking mm. beautiful. Of course, we know that Wolves are playing Fulham possibly as you're watching this. If you're choosing to watch this or even listen rather than watch MNF, credit to you. Just give us a thumbs up if you're one of them. Unless Wolves pump Fulham by four, I think Bournemouth are staying in 16th position, but it certainly looks more healthy, especially that column on the right, mate, which has got more green mm. squares than before. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you look at all the teams around us and we're the ones with, with the most greenery. Mm. Um, I've just just looking at that, I think my maths is, is right there. You know, I'm not the best in maths. You're good. Are we closer to Chelsea than the drop zone? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. 
Well, yeah. there, that, mate. that says it all. Let's also take a look at the baseline tracker table. We haven't oh, done we this love in a baseline now. We haven't done this in a while, but look, Play it back. are doing all right. There you go. We'll only put this on when things are yeah. good. Bournemouth, because of that away win against one of the the other sides in the other fourteen, mm. we are on par, which is absolutely brilliant to yeah. see. I've got a feeling we may be going up that table as time goes on. Who knows? But really good performance. Yeah. And it's clear to see we're now starting to see a bit of rhythm in Andoni's play. And we're now seeing players playing in positions that we think, ah, yeah, you yeah, work there. Yeah. And there were a series of players over the weekend that I thought he works well there. Yeah. He's now found his position. And overall, I just thought. Uh, the synergy within the side, it all clicked really well. I think every player to a man was absolutely superb. The fact that we're struggling for man of the matches, yeah, in that, that's true. I think really exemplifies how good it was. We've got a number of tweets that we're going to talk about specific players, but mate, 90 minutes mm. of pressing, so many shots on goal, not a hint of sitting back. How much of that performance was us being good? How much of it was Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United? Not as bad as Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. Um, being poor. They're both. Uh, they're both for sure. Because they were awful. And you made a statement on the vlog, sorry to interrupt, but at the end of the vlog, you said, this is now our, our six and a half season in the Premier League. And you've, you know, despite the fact we beat Hull 6-1 and we've... we've Had some good results. We've had some great results. They were the worst side that we've played so far, you said. Yeah, I've never felt so comfortable in terms of breaking through them with ease but also no real fa- I mean yes they got that goal at the end with a cross loss kick of the game but I mean you can go back to Newcastle as well I think what you mentioned it there with you know no hint of sit- sitting back and trying to hang on and then two games Neto's obviously come back in and he which everyone's a bit like well, you know his, hopefully his confidence is back he's I think he's had to make kind of one save in both games yeah um, and that's it really and he's made them fair play um, and the header he can't go for the bout but that's the main thing it's not like Neto's had to be brilliant and that's not only the back, uh, the back four and defensive unit playing well, but it's because we're just relentless and, and teams can't seem to get through us. I think, as you said, Sheffield United weren't very good. Mm. Um, was really surprised at how poor they were. But equally, I think in games like that, if you start so well like we did mm. on the front foot from the off, I think it surprised them a little bit. Mm. I think they thought, you know, we, we should be able to suss it out, but it's Bournemouth at home. We should be in this game for the for the you know majority and try and nick something. I think they realise, you know, literally talking in the first five minutes, you thought, we look like a team that are head and shoulders above them. Mm. And I think that really surprised them and, and they couldn't get a grip of it at all. They really, really couldn't. And it actually surprised me a little bit that, didn't surprise me they let us have the ball, but I thought, oh, this, this would be a question because we're better at kind of countering on teams with our pace. I thought, can we control a game? Yeah. And we did it really well and I think it a lot of it started from, from Lewis Cook, who I'm sure we'll get on to, but in that role, it's when you're in them sort of games, you need your player that's sat in there to yeah. dictate the tempo of the game. I thought he did that throughout. So, yeah, from from minute one, mate, right to the end, it was it was so comfortable. Usually we'll leave this until the end of the show, but we'll just take a look at the average positions already on mm. this. And uh, one thing I noticed that Sheffield United, like as a whole, they were a little bit narrower yeah. versus Brighton than they were against us. So... But we stretched them, and that's why they were slightly wider. So they were less compact where they're strong. And they were getting dragged out. And that's because we were... I mean, the width that we had mm. 
And I've got to praise Adam Smith on yeah. one side, Lloyd Kelly on the on the other, Kirkes, of course, in the second half, but also Semenyo and Tavernier as well, who were and the- hugging that touchline, but then they were coming in as well. They seemed to have the freedom of the park and it really stretched them. And, you know, I wish we could do that more, but it was so good. Every single player I could single out for praise. I don't think it was a bad performance in that no, episode. No, no, that wasn't. And um, I always feel for for Bournemouth on, online because they have to do like four nominees and you think oh it's just it's yeah, it's so hard to pick four because um, everyone was, was pretty faultless to be honest mate um, yeah which was great to see and as you say they kind of liked to set up in a back three and they were a back five within five minutes mm. because they couldn't get out they, they couldn't get out at all they couldn't cope with Semenya and Tav in particular and they were so deep on them to it allowed our fullbacks to get forward and in the first half as well our uh, fullbacks were really high yeah and if you look at our fullbacks at the start of the game no disrespect to them, obviously but Smithy obviously aged a bit more now. You think he probably ain't got the legs to bomb yeah. on like an errors. And then Lloyd Kelly is a centre back. But they played like wing backs. Yeah. And, you know, credit to both of them because they're, they're not natural at that no. as much as, say, an errors and Kirkes. And, but that's how much of a license they had. And that's how much the way Andoni likes us to play. He's telling them, just just get up there. You're fine. Absolutely fine. And I think our centre offs as well, by the way, they won't get the credit because of how good we've been going forward. But we've been allowed to take risks because them two have been superb in the last couple of games they really have and in fact that's a you know well, i want to bring out some stats really early in this because there was some there was some really good uh stats from the other 14 now this is actually covering all 20 clubs in not just the other 14 and you can see in terms of the accurate long passes marcus sanetti is, is right up there yeah. and it was not only him doing it as well like Ilya Zabani was certainly some I think AFC Ball put together a tweet mm. featuring two minutes of his blocks and his long range passes but also blocks and clearances look at this all 20 he's up there as well and I think they should be singled out for praise but weirdly they're the ones that will get the headlines the least Yeah, yeah but that tactic of mixing up with these long balls mm. it must like if you're Sheffield United midfielder, you don't know what to do because we've got our fullbacks that are pressing high and sometimes they're coming back to collect the ball. I saw these regular patterns of play sometimes where Adam Swift, well, I might have been bombing on, but then he would come back and give like Marcus Sanessi or Zabani an option. He would collect it and then he would just play this parallel ball for then Lewis Cook who comes in, yeah. puts it over the top. So if you're a Blades midfielder, you're thinking, okay, are they going long here mm. or... Are they going to build up the play? And we just had them bamboozled. And the amount of successful long passes from both Ilya and Marcus, I think, yeah, really, really good to see. And uh, they were superb. They were, and I think that's because you know we've we've spoke about this like ever since he joined the club. But but Mech, you always feel for him because he comes out the side and um, and he's done nothing wrong. And he's a good defender. I'm convinced that the only reason Sanessi's in ahead of him, I don't think it's defensively. Mm. I think it's because Sanessi can play them balls. Is is passing? He done it. Um, I think we mentioned it after Newcastle game that um, both the goals, if you went all the way back, come via a, a Sanessi long ball. Clive had said, didn't he, after the game that yes, their goalkeeper was made an error, but I was saying to Mark, you know, I've got a bit of room there. Yeah. Um, and he just plays it, and it looks like just a long pump up the field. But Sanessi's done it so consistently mm. that you know there's a plan there. And, and as you say, mate, we're happy to to do that because we've got the pace. But equally, if they then sit off and go, you're not going in behind, we go, all right then. People like Tav, Cliver, Semenyo, they can have a defeat and they'll beat a man. And and we haven't had that for a while. And they Semenyo. can just drive past someone. So, I mean, both of them should be praised equally. Tavernier, of course, will get the plaudits for the goals. Yeah. Uh, but Semenyo, I mean, absolute superb. He got an assist, of course. But um, I don't know what it is about him. It's this strength... Mm. The, you know, the pace he's got, the directness, yeah. 
the tricky footwork, that lovely little flick he did, like to make his uh, marker on the right-hand side to then create a chance. All these little moments, of course, he got the assist as well, but he's looking like a steal. He is, oh, he really is. And um, yeah, so obviously he didn't um, on this occasion, but he always looks a goal threat, which is what you want from your wide men. I always feel like we've been, obviously, Don's always got criticism for his lack of goals, and it's been mainly because no one else is pitching in enough. It's only been, been billing. And now we, we look like, obviously, Tav getting a brace, and Semenya always looks a threat, doesn't he? Yeah. Even Sinny, when he comes on, always looks a threat. So, yeah, that's really exciting. But with Semenya, I think players like that a lot, they're tricky, they're quick, you know, you get them kind of wingers. He's got so much strength about him that you don't feel yeah. like he's lightweight. He and he's win not, the ball back. He's not going to get knocked off the ball. He just I won't. Just convinced he's better than Sacco at this point. And <laughs> I looked at Garner at like 14 to 1 to win the African Cup of Nations. So you money on. Put your money on. But Tavernier as well on that left hand side. Oh my mm. goodness. I just thought he was super. There were some times where they were crossing the pitch a little bit. So they were almost playing the other way around, but centrally yeah. at that central spine. So there's a lot of freedom. Cliver was linking up well with them as well. And Cliver was also you know, coming back and feeding off through balls from Cook and Christie. It was just superb to see. I'm going to put the team lineups up now. So anyone that's listening to the pod, let's go through them. It's Neto and then right to left at the back. Smith, Zabani, Sinesi, Kelly, Cook and Christie holding there. And then Semenyo on the right wing, Tav on the left. And then Cliver as the number 10. Solanke leading the line. Uh, Sheffield United, well, obviously, if you watch the preview, as Tom said... He got 11 out of 11. 11 out of 11 and 10 out of 11. I was so close. And the only call was Cliver, wasn't it? Yeah, I just thought Billing would come back in. Um, fair play to Andoni for saying to Cliver, no, you've got the shirt now. Well, can um, Billing get back in? That's one of the questions we had on Twitter. Can Billing get back in his side? How does he? Do we need him? Of we do. Of course he can. And of course, we've seen um, very recently how big the squad is because of the injuries. Um, you're going to need your squad. You're going to have a lot of games, Christmas period. Uh, wouldn't surprise me when we've got kind of the... Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday kind of thing that he might make a few changes. Um, but yeah, I think, and we're, and we're trying, we, you said it then um, at the top of the show about kind of players finding their positions. You've got to remember a new gaffer coming in, he's going to have to try and figure some stuff out and he's going to go, he's going to go, oh, what, what do I think about in there? And it's going to take a little bit of time. You add in so many injuries. I think I heard that Andoni's yet to be able to name an unchanged side. Yeah. And I don't think that's anything to do with him not wanting to, because he knows Smith, but he would offer this game. Yeah. But Aaron's gets injured. So he's so that's why you're seeing it's finally now starting to be like, okay, he's getting oh hang on, Cliver is quite good in that. Oh, Christie can play a bit deeper. Yeah. And these sort of things. And oh Kelly is a right left back. And yeah, and I think it's just it's no shock that really if you actually take a step back, you go, okay, it's taking a bit of time. Mm. And that's that's all it is, taking a bit of time. We've had injuries chucked in as well. And now we're starting to find our feet a little bit. Play Christy deeper, I mean it sort of makes sense because we've always talked about his lack of numbers and yeah. and really you need a player in that position who who can contribute to some numbers. And Kyber already has shown yeah. that. But you know, he is an engine and we're not saying that he shouldn't be in the side, but he's he was so good in that position. And like maybe this is where he should be for us because him and Kirk, I thought combined, were absolutely superb. Lewis Kirk, it's fair to say he got a few doubters. Well, maybe not doubters, but after that Wolves sending off, would you say he let the side down? I don't know. But uh, it was one of them where he, he needed the break to probably mentally reset. And he certainly come back and showed his true colours with some really good performances. And that one especially, that was a different Lewis Kirk. 
I just wonder if it's a confidence thing. He was taking on players, running down the right flank. So good on the ball. Christie was marauding forward, getting up there with pirouettes and shots on goal. Shot on target from Ryan Christie. Perhaps the pressure of not having to be a numbers guy for Ryan Christie is actually the solution because he might produce more in that role. I think, go to Lewis, I think it's... We're probably finally seeing that player that we thought we'd get and uh, that many years ago. But listen, it's, it's mainly been down to some bad injuries for him. And um, obviously other players that would come in and take his place and he'd struggle when he'd come in that too. I think Andoni's found his position. I think we've said, and I've definitely said it, what is Lewis? Because I've always said he doesn't get enough numbers uh, to be kind of a, a box-to-box and advanced midfielder. And I go, is Edit used to always be, no respect, but he's not as good as Lerma, seeing. So you can't really find a place for him and now I think Andoni and the way we want to play, we found a position for Lewis Cook. So we, how so how does Alex Scott get back into this side? Yeah, well, uh, but no, it's yeah. And listen, we've got a you know England are famous for the Euros, and Lewis Cook, Declan Rice, and Jude Bellingham wins you the Euros for me. So, but no, Lewis is it's so good to see as well. I think everyone's just, but I think mainly because of the injuries, everyone's just been begging for Lewis. Just we know what's in him. Yeah. And like you said, mate, the sometimes he's just gliding through players. His passing is incredible. And I think he's getting more intelligent off the ball as well. Um, and I think he probably is, you know, thriving off the fact that he's got Christy doing all that running next to him. And he can kind of be in the right areas. I think he's good at um, kind of breaking the play up a bit better now. He's quite tenacious in the tackle. And I was about to say that. It's tackling as well. Winning the boy is sliding tackles. I love to see yeah, that yeah. from him. And that's that's coming into his game now. He knows that if he's going to play that role, we all know how good he is on the ball and his passing rate. He needs to have a bit of that about him as well in when the teams try and break on us and, and we've taken a few risks. So I just delighted to see him there and just, just stay fit. If he can just stay fit, yeah. he's, he's going to be so good um, for us. And yeah, I was absolutely buzzing for him. And yeah, it was, I mean, like you said, mate, it was, you could have named so many men in the match, but if Tav done get two, um, I think I think Lewis gets it for me because I just thought he, he ran the show in the middle of the pitch. Yeah. And you've got to remember the way they try and play, they have like wing-backs, they don't really have any wingers, so they've kind of really boxed out that midfield. Well, that's right. And yeah. we spoke about Harmer, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and how good a player he's been for. McAtee's a very um, highly rated player. Norwood always gets around the pitch. And they couldn't get a look in because Lewis just dominated that area with Christie's running as well. And then they didn't know what to do with Cliver. Yeah. I think that's a little point I just want to make that Cliver... Um, I think he's more intelligent than he gets credit for. Because I think you look at him and go, he's quick, he takes people on, he has a few shots, blah, blah. But what what I've noticed since he's been in that role is how many times he's got the ball and he's just got acres. Yeah. Well, that means he's he's picking up the right pockets. He, well, he did that a lot of the second half. Yeah. Notice, he come a bit deeper, there was no one around him. And he just turns and he's in. And we see players doing yeah. that against us. Yeah. And this time it happened for us and I thought it was so good. I mean, there was a, there was a great attack in the second half where it seemed like he had acres. And, yeah. And he does do the right thing. He spreads it wide, he'll yeah. go on a run, he'll pull defenders in, he'll spread it wide. And he's happy to have a shot now and again. Exactly. Yeah. And his, his goal as well, I was just absolutely delighted for him. And the stat that he's got at 24 years of age, is what is it again? Six in the top six leagues. He's scored in yeah. every... I mean, I mean, it's crazy he's been in that many clubs at 24. Yeah, yeah. But that's a great little stat for him. And yeah, really pleased for him because I think they're the perfect goal scorers. I think I said it on the vlog because Tavern, I know Clive scored in the cup. But Tav and Cliver have been really, really good. But they're the two of the attacking players that hadn't scored in the yeah. league. And they both score. And it's now we're going, bloody hell, we're getting goals from everywhere now. Well, let's do the first half goals then. So Tavernier popped up first. You know, Semenya won it on the right flank. It was um, it was played into his feet. Great first touch to get out. I think he's played a slank, playing it to Solanke. 
He is. 100% he is. He saw that run. I don't even think he saw Tav. No, uh, I didn't. But Tav just stuck out of boo and then managed... So all of their defenders were perplexed by that because yeah. they were all tracking Solanke. And it just opened up for Tav. It was one of the easiest finishes but that is, have. That's what I was going to say. That's what Andoni wants is when we get in them areas, we've got so many bodies. Yeah. So we've got so many bodies and so much fluidity that there's someone can pop up. And like you say, we're trying to play a ball in Solanke. And how many times have we seen that? If, it does, if it's not perfection, he's the only one there. Yeah. And Tav drifts in and Body waiting for the keeper to go down and just in lovely finish for him so yeah really played he should have scored after though well yeah that was uh that was i mean both of his uh main efforts in the second half one of which was uh successful of course mm. early on uh, that one you was just by half time wasn't it where the ball was squared great great attack from us that was the man it was a little flip yeah. Right back yeah, yeah that was really good and then he he they put it on a plate for him but it's one of them like i kept looking to see if there was a bobble yeah I just don't know how he's hit that so hard it's, it's a di- like it's a it's a more difficult technique yeah. than it than it is when it comes to you like that it's sometimes you have to get your body over it and eat yeah it just didn't work out for him but getting in the mirrors again like always I think I've said this on the previous show I love it when one winger mm. gets bought and the other winger is in the centre he's come in the other way because you know Tav's not just staying out on the other flank he's yeah. come into that position so yeah he certainly made up for it in the second half though, of course yeah, with this guy they, uh, we did score before half time and that was some Good, pre- again, it came from a long raking ball that didn't really work. But one thing I'm noticing about these long balls, right? Uh, we often did it. Zabadi, Senesi, as I've said, trying to find Tavernier. Semenya especially, I thought, you know, one of uh, three things will happen. Semenya will either like knock the ball uh, to Solanke or he'll hold it up, which is yeah. super. His hold-up play yeah. was right. excellent. Or if he doesn't hold it up, I noticed we're always winning the second ball. Yeah. So we've usually got the ball anyway. So honestly, it's just transitioning up the pitch so much quicker. But again, it was a ball over the top and, you know, Fotheringham came out and said, what he's doing. He's just completely like, I don't know really what he's thinking. He's not under, yeah, Clive was chasing him down, as you do, but he's not under loads of pressure to do anything. Really. He, he just, just yeah. slips up over it. And but it's actually a much better finish that you'll probably get credit for. I mean, it's not it's not like Mark Hughes against Barcelona in the European Cup. Those were certain vintage. Remember the angle that was. Mm-hmm. That was acute. Yeah. But this one, I thought, okay, he's on the right hand side of the goal. Surely you hit it with the outside of your right foot. So at least it's curling in mm-hmm. towards the goal. He hit it with the inside of his left foot. So it's always curling away. Quite hit but, that side net, didn't it? Like but, right so it actually made the angle smaller than what it was. But it went in the side netting and uh, really good finish. So pleased for him, and it just. Maybe we'll give players like that the kind of confidence and impetus to realise there are no lost causes when chasing yeah. down because sometimes those things happen and yeah. And that's the uh, fruits of that. We spoke about how comfortable we were and how poor they were. That's a massive moment because hmm. you go you've been that dominant and you go in one nil. I think psychologically the players you you might be like, oh, God, we missed so many charges, let's make sure we don't and it you know, psychologically in your edge, you maybe get a bit deeper. I think because we got the second goal, it was like, Oh thank God for that, we could just keep playing the same freedom. Do you remember I said on the vlog? It totally reminded me of Bristol City. And then we and scored, scored right half time. time. Yeah. And that was when Jay Z scored just yeah. on half time. Well, that goal as well. We absolutely dominated them. And we should have been like three or four up at that stage. But it just and I just felt like one nil's a dodgy scoreline. We all know the one nil, even two nil's a dodgy yeah. scoreline, but one nil especially you know, a different team could come out from the blades. Exactly, going into the break, yeah. Like, Away from home. Right. Exactly. But that would have killed them mentally. Yes, that if would have made them think, winner. oh my God, what's going Whereas 1-0, they go, look, we've been awful. So yeah. if we up here, we're already one them down. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the Bruce City one was a... It was a lot of similarities, actually, because I remember 
I don't know if you remember after that game, we had a, we saw Fletch after the game and we were all like, oh, that was brilliant. And oh, I remember yeah, yeah. him saying, we just can't believe we've only won 2-0. Yeah. We should have pumped them. And it felt similar, obviously, we got... We uh, absolutely did. In the second half, we... Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, YouTube comment from Dave Watkins. Bless him, but I'll never understand Tom or anyone missing that much of each game just to get another beer. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm saying this plainly and nicely. There's plenty of time before and after a game for a drink. I mean, when that goal went in, I think it was on like 47 minutes, 30 seconds or so. So a lot of fans would have been down there. So Tom didn't that, do though. anything different to most people. Yeah. However, your chance of a right to reply to you, Dave Watkins, go on, what'd you say? Uh, if I knew it was Heideken in the can, I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know. I um. Yeah, it's one of the things I always, I always remember. I've said this to you before, because yeah, everyone doing the while. I think like, most people trying it down just for half time because of the queues, and that's what it mainly is. I've, I often think if you go down on half time, by the time you get served, you have to down it. Mm. So I used to always think go a couple of minutes four, and then I realised this is years ago that everyone seemed to look at forty minutes as, yeah. as like the five minutes before. So I went, oh, if I just do it a little bit earlier than that. And then I think we won a few in a row. This is years ago. And now it's just, uh, I'm stupid. It's I mean, a superstition. Now. Are we a Premier League team? Is Tom going to carry on doing that? Yes, whilst we're in the Premier League. Well, it's, just, it's a stupid superstition more than anything now, um, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, it is mental how I'd have to do a little thing. How many goals have been scored around that time <laughs> yeah. since I've done it? But yeah, I can care less. It was interesting because we were in the concourse and everyone was singing a Clivert song. Yeah, they were, yeah. As the goal went in, it was quite um, poetic, really. But it was actually really good in the concourse, wasn't it, our time? It really good. Uh, unless you've got asthma or whatever. <laughs> Don't need a flag. Um, so there was uh, Pyro uh, <laughs> when we scored. Uh, in amongst the fans at the back and then lobbed onto the pitch. So it always looks good for... I mean, we know this. Look, we don't we don't think it's a good thing to take players into the crowd. But when they go off, it looks really good. Whether it's in the stands, on the pitch, on the concourse, it does look good. And let's face it, the club did. Whilst they have to say, look, these are banned. We don't allow it. It's not good. Promotion pitches. An incredible <laughs> promotion pitcher. Delairs everywhere, mate. Yeah. But no, it was, it was good to just enjoy the in a way game with everyone being good spirits. It was it was nice, mate. It was really, really nice. Yeah, it was. Uh so during half time in the concourse we were singing a couple of new songs. Well, yes, St. Mary's is falling down. We've sang that before. Fraser is poking. Fraser is a clown. Championship for ten more years, both boys are on the beers, get Get singing that, and then the Clivert song as well. Waka waka. Oh yeah, the waka waka. I like that. That's very good. Born the boys sing. Clivert is on the wing. I, I do like that tune, to be fair. But yeah, like I say, it was funny. We were singing that just as he scored. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So Cliver and then Tavernier. Tavernier is scoring not so long into the second half. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I didn't realize that after how early it was in the second it, half yeah it felt like I did say it, I was able to say yeah I don't know why in my head I was like if I had to guess I was, I was about an hour it was like 51 or something yeah and, and in terms of his attacking influence we got these uh, stats of the 12 app here and just look at that side that he's on Bournemouth going from left to right here this shows you the AFC Bournemouth danger creation and you can see how the darker it is you can see that's where the danger is created and certainly on that left hand side any time Tav gets the ball he's good with it He's not particularly fast. He's not particularly quick, but he has got a sort of change of pace. Yeah, it's not tricky good acceleration. Beat. Knows how to beat a man. Yeah, he, he, he's very. He's got good feet. I think we saw it later for that Christie chance we alluded to, where he just does a few step overs and that. He's. Uh, well, I think he's he's a lad now. I think as soon as he's got that first, he's playing confidence, mm. um, which is which is great to see. But 
I don't think anyone, even though he hadn't scored, wouldn't have, he gets picked in everyone's line. Like, he always picks having it. I think he's just, he gives us so much. And I mean, listen, we saw it last season, didn't we? He virtually saved us on his own with some of his goals. Yeah. And I think we've got a stat that if Tavernier scores away, we win. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And also, if we play in the uh, yellow and blue, no. yellow coaches kit, uh, we don't. We don't lose. I mean, we nearly won at Brentford. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, that's 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 cool. It was Daxton, nice kit as well. Yeah, we just, but yeah, Tav's yeah. just whether he's on the left or he's on the right, he just does everything. I also think he don't get enough credit for the work he does backwards. I think he because at, at Borough in particular, he had he had the long spells at wing back. I think he's kind of got that side of his game as well, which is always helpful, especially when like a Kirkes comes on and you know he's gonna um, get up. It means you know you just got a little bit more balance there. But yeah. Tav was brilliant, took his goal really well. Smithy deserves huge credit because he, he gets forward again, stretches the pitch, and you've, you know, he's got loads of options, but it kind of then it slows down. You think, oh, they're back. Mm. And, he, and he just sees Tav and he picks it out perfectly, and Tav just gets on the blind side and clever little finish. And um, yeah, absolutely buzzing for him. And it was just the, that was the only disappointment thing is we've scored on 51 there. And how have we not scored again? Because we were just relentless after that. We were relentless. You can see the match timeline there, as Tom alluded to. Uh, Kenny's all right, mate. That's what I was about to oh, say. Well. So, well. obviously, look, we're looking at the substitutions. We'll talk about the players that came on and the positive effect that they had. But start the second half, Lloyd Kelly didn't come out. And hamstring, um, hamstring. we don't know how bad it is or whatever. But, um, you know, Milos Kerkes, I thought, did really well. Oh, yeah, fine. Should have probably scored, really. Yeah. Or Square. set the Brooks up, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the extent of our concerns, really, injury-wise, from that game. Yeah, yeah, I hope he's all right. Uh, it seems like he felt his hamstring. It was one of them. So it hasn't gone to us. Yeah, really good. But you don't know how, how bad it is. I guess they'll only find out in a, in a few days. And with quite a quick turnaround after after the Villa game, you wonder if he can do all three. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, obviously, we know how, how key Lloyd is. It does, it does bring a wider point that um, I spoke to you about off air, that... I think people have, uh, there was some sort of stat about how many hamstring injuries there's been this season. And I don't know if it's like a... Is that across the Premier League? Yeah, obviously we've seen Neto have a bad one from Wolves. Yeah. We saw Van der Veen have a bad one um, for Tottenham. And I think uh, there was a few comments about it. I don't know if you're reading too much into it, but this VAR thing now, a lot of people are saying, you know, oh, when I say there's like medical people kind of saying that if you stop, suddenly stop for five minutes and then you start sprinting again. That's a good point. There's actually. more chance of them hamstrings. That's I've seen a really lot of hamstring point. injuries. Well, five minutes, 28 seconds when we had that VAR decision at D-Court. So. Yeah. And you just wonder if it, it just just seems too much coincidence they were saying about how many hamstring injuries there's been this season. We're not even um, in December. But yeah, hope hope Lewis's all right. Uh, Lewis, Lloyd's all right because he, um, he had a really good game. But as you say, if you're ever going to have to take him off at half-time, mm. and I'm hoping that's what it was, he's gone... I think I might have felt some of that. Don't risk it. We've got yeah. this game. Kirkes will be fine against these lot, and he'll probably cause them just some amount of problems. Don't worry about it. Um, we won't risk you, mate. That's what I'm like. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take a look at the match uh, stats here, and you can see half of these shots on target and off target as well. 21. Yeah, look at that. Unbelievable. Didn't we have... Um, uh, I think this is right. So we had 11 on target this game. We had 10 against Newcastle. Yeah. Right? So that's 21 shots on target in two games. Who come bottom of the league last season? Southampton. Yeah. They're the worst team in the league last season. That's not banter. They come bottom of the league. In two games against them, we have five shots on target. Yeah, well, there you go. And that's just that's just a little thing there's just showing, you know, we're starting to get there. You know, it's it's um, you know, it's not going overboard, but just little things there that you're going, right, we're 
you know, we're causing so many more problems now. We're so much more front foot. And yeah, that's why it's so much more enjoyable. I mean, it's 21. According to the, uh, what is it? Who scored? 23. So they've got a slot. shots, I think they do. Yeah, they, they probably do block shots as well. We're born with, uh, with 23 shooting from inside the box, outside the box. I like that from us that we're trying out. So that's that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe, maybe even eight shots outside the box. So, you know, we're trying to score from all angles there. Absolutely. Yeah, Tav, Tav definitely won a lap trick, didn't he? Even when he hit one. He always hits them quite well, to be fair. But um, Yeah, made the keeper work yeah. in the second half. But that was one of many, many efforts. And let's go on to some tweets that have been received. Uh, how do we convert all the chances that, we're creating, said Steve Cordell. I mean, just put it in the back of the net and the what? keep it away from the keeper, I suppose. No, that's a great start. I think the you're always more worried if you're not creating. Because if you're creating that many chances, goals will come. And at the end of the day, yes, we should have scored more. But in the last two games, we've scored enough. That it hasn't mattered. Uh, and I do think a little bit, there was a few with um, Sinistera against Newcastle. We briefly mentioned Kirk has a shot. Um, Tavernier's long range when he's on a hat-trick. We've won the game, and I do wonder, people are going, oh, if we're playing against... Yeah, but if that's one all, does Kirkus shoot? Does mm-hmm. Tavernier shoot from that? Does, probably not. Yeah. So I think there is a little bit of, you know, let's have a pot shot here because, you know, the game's won. So, yeah, but we're creating chances, and that was always the worry at times um, previously. But now we're creating loads of chances. We'll, we'll finish them off. Do you remember on one of the previous pods we were talking about Dobbs Lanky and the fact that he doesn't get many chances during games, therefore he needs a, a high conversion rate? Yeah. He still didn't get that many chances in this one, really, as a strike. I remember that one in the first half where it just sat up nicely onto his left foot and he went side net. Yeah, both side net. Second yeah. half side net from early. I actually think he should score that. Yeah. It's not going to be talked about. Oh, well, there was that with the keeper saves. And he, yeah, I don't think it's that bad an angle. His feet were planted yeah. in a funny way, which and he had to like swivel his body and get his body around. I, I felt it... We were right I behind that, weren't we? I would do. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we were right behind that, weren't we? That's where we were sat. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, that's not as wide. It's like Semenyo shot. Yeah. But I think it, it looks like the first thing, oh, he was at an angle. Like, I, I think, oh, I'm not sure. He's, I think he'll be, he'll be disappointed yeah. that he didn't put that away. But really, he didn't get... But then what's good about that is that unlike previous games where we were just relying on Dom Salangi, yeah. we're chipping in elsewhere. With so I mean, when like Lewis Sinistera came on. It's, I mean... Brilliant. He just can't get a team because of all the options. But he's had... You, you will think of the last two games where he's made an impact, but... You'll remember against in a six-one defeat C, he was the one that called the score. Yeah. So he in three games has done absolutely everything you'd want from a sub, but you can't get him in no. at the moment. Um, I'm interested to see nothing like, against because I think um, obviously Clive is out at the right at the moment, and we're talking about Billing in that role. I think Sinny could do that role as well. Yeah. I just yeah, I like him when he comes on. Um, listen, he's coming on in games where we're dominant, so he, yeah. he could just do a bit. But there was one where he sat him down. Yeah, no, oh, it was. Oh. He was it, it reminded me in a way of Callum Wilson against Brighton where we won 2 0. Shifted one way, shifted yeah. the other, and then he just had uh, the side foot effort that went in. But he um he went left, right, and in the end that shot with his right foot, just I think, just dragged it past the post. We had a few that just went past the post. Kirk has had one of them, someone else as well. Yeah. But a result of these you know, I think the reason for us having lots of shots is what Simon Cayley used to on this tweet, the growing confidence in players to express themselves and he mentioned the magnificent controlled flicks and nutmegs he says he's not getting too excited yet but he's enjoying it it is and it's clear to see that players are being able to express themselves and enjoying it whereas previously when these little mistakes were happening yeah we were just getting punished straight away as a barney at everton there were others of course and that just makes you not want to try things because you don't want to be the full guy but now 
you know, the synergy within the team just means that players are just well happy to try these things. Confidence is there, um, and that's key. And I think we say a lot, like we've mentioned, um, the goals from different areas, so many different players now getting their first goals of the season. Confidence is just seen through everyone. Um, went through, you know, Ryan Christie suddenly realises he's, you know, he's playing some of the best football since he's been at the club. Yeah. Lewis Cook, as we said, it seems like he's had his position. Everyone just seems like, you know, the, the confidence is back. And when the confidence is back, you see them, like Simon says, that then you can express yourself more. And then when the subs are coming on, they're going, oh, I can try and make something happen yeah. now. We've won the game. More position for the substitutes. They're coming on and we've the game's wrapped up when they're coming on. Yeah. And it means they can just be themselves and, and, like you say, express themselves. So, yeah, really good. He also says, Simon, uh, Simon says, uh, Zamani, not only does he deserve a shout for his progression, mm. but perhaps a song. Uh, can Tom please sh- Maybe you want to do it on a tweet. Do you want to do it on a tweet at some point? I can do it at some point. Uh, yeah, because we've obviously tried to do the, uh, I want to dance with Zabadi, but everyone knows that it's not really going off. Yeah, it? it's not going off. Uh, do you want me to do it? Yes. Okay. So I do, do, do I have to sing it or can I just kind of like go through it a little bit? Okay, just go through it. Deconstruct it. Syllable by syllable. Just sing it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it now. Um, he comes from Kiev. He wears the red, red and black. He wears the red and black. He plays in defence, he starts every attack, he's breaking and causing Ilias his name, his name's Zabali, Zabali from Ukraine. I like that. It was um, very good. I think it was inspired on one of the international breaks. I think there's a similar like John Stone's England fans singing. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's quite a good little chant and um, Zabani needs one, doesn't he? So. Did you not just write that from scratch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, cut the last bit. Yeah. Yeah, wrote, just wrote that. Right? Just like one of them days where I just thought, I'm just thinking about, thinking about the clock, you know. But, um, how does Philip get back into the starting levels as Paul Kenwood? We've kind of tackled this already. He'll get in, he'll get will, will it be an injury? Will it be loads of it? games, mate? There's loads of games. He'll come in. Philip won't let us down. He'll... But do you think he's a player that would get a bit pissed off? with yeah, to, yeah. not starting games and I don't know his mentality sometimes I'm like shrug or will he be well up for the fight and nothing to be fine to, because he is one of these players that just has got such natural talent there if his contract was running down maybe not but he's just signed a new deal so True. He's, True. he's he'll knuckle down I think um, listen he, he he's not stupid he's, he always plays and then he gets an injury in training um, we win against Newcastle he can't then suddenly expect to start and then yeah. we win again so you know, but he's he's still coming on and doing fine. And, you know, I know Cliver's got a little bit more pace, but Billing, you've got to remember, I fell from a little bit. He's had to play a bit deeper. Since Chris has played deeper, mm. Billing hasn't been playing. Yeah. So I still think Lewis and Christie were Billing in front. I think if Billing had the room that Cliver's been having, he'd be effective as well. So, yeah, Billing's got a huge part to play still. But at this moment in time, Cliver's got the shirt. Uh, ben has written, when Scott and Adams come back, who do they replace? Assuming that Christy, Cook and potentially Cliver stay on the same tra- trajectory of form. And yeah, they are on a very good trajectory. But... It's game it's game dependent. I think you yeah. use your squad now. I think the goal of the day is really where you just have an 11. I think it's game dependent. I think there'll be... So we have, obviously haven't seen Adams, so it's hard to kind of say too much. But the type of player we know he is, there might be games you play in Man City. You go, actually, let's have Cook and Adams. Okay, you just see that... For you, who are the nailed-on starters for every ball with game? Who are your nailed on? Fit. If everyone's fit, who are your nailed on? So okay, so Dom Solanke. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Dom Solanke. Dom Solanke. Uh, I suppose Tavener. You'd probably say Neto because he's the no. number one. No, no. Um, right, okay. Uh, no, it's my my opinion. Uh, Lloyd Kelly in a certain position. It, whether you say in centre back or left back, Lloyd Kelly plays. Right, in my opinion, I think Zabali plays. 
Yeah. Um, I think as much as Smith's been great, I think Max Aaron's is your right back. Yeah. Then I would say Lewis Cook. And Alex, so I, you know, so and Alex Scott. So yeah, so this is when everyone's fit. This is you know, these are the players that you'll play regardless. Yeah. Lewis, Scott, Tavernier, Kelly, Zabani, Aaron's, Solanke. Well, you find a way. Of I thought that. you might only be able to put four in, and then no, you're think, like the rest are just modular. Just I think, yeah, I think it's still game. Manio. I think right uh, now, yeah, form wise, this is like talking about you know everyone's fit, everyone's you know like a first game of the season sort of thing. I think at the moment on form, I would say well, Semenyo, Kaiser, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think the only ones, yeah, I just think that. There is still a few that you would find a way to get in. But when I say Tav, you go, but that could be on the left, that could be on the right, that could be a wing, you know, depending on how we're playing. Kelly could be left back, could be centre back. It all, all depends. Cook deepest, and then Scott could be in front of him, he could be in a double pivot. You know, it all depends on the game. But at the moment, that's probably the few I'd say. Um, but that said, like, Aaron's isn't there on the start, but we're fine with Smithy. True. So you're fine. So no, we've got good good replacements. That's the main thing. Rob Lee asked, uh, Ryan Christie, well, we'll we'll frame it in a different way. Um, was Ryan Christie for the last two years played in the wrong position? Maybe. I mean, you know, we were crying out for a, for a CDM. We were crying out for someone to yeah. fill that role. And it's like, oh, he's under our nose all along. Yeah, no. Why did we Why did we realise that earlier? Because we always knew that he was. He's not a numbers man. We've We've said this already, but because we had a uh, we had Jefferson Lama, um, we had Lewis Cook, we had yeah. Billing, and I just think that at the time they weren't performing bad, especially if you think under obviously he was bought in, um, and we had Parker, and Lerma was in there with with Cook and Billing. There, there was, was, there was no, no, no reason to really, and I think the way Parker was obviously a bit more pragmatic. I think he liked having one of his wingers to really work their, work their nuts off. And in the championship, we get away with it because Christie was, you know, he was a good player. I and mean, in the championship, we were fine. I think maybe in the Premier League, we've maybe missed a trick there. We could have done Christie in there earlier. I'll probably agree with that because I don't think um, we're not one of the big hitters in this league. So you can't have that luxury of having a one of your attacking players that doesn't get the numbers. Yeah. Um, but I think, they'll, don't get me wrong, I do still think, you know, injuries with loads of games, as we've mentioned, it's just great. Like Christian will play in that role, but he'll also play in the 10. He yeah. will play out wide in certain games, in moments in games. So he's, he's great to have to show his versatility. And I think that's what I'm liking at the moment. Clivert's now showing it, isn't he, with his versatility. Yeah. Semenyo shows it. Tavernier shows it. Christie shows it. We've got players that you think, actually, if they need to fill in there for 10 minutes, or, you know, we can be, we can be fluid and flexible. Um, and as we kind of mentioned at the top of the show, Kelly's there to be a bit more safer left back. But if a game's like it was against Sheffield, don't worry about it. You and Smith, you get on them, we're fine. And Lloyd Kelly really did get down that flank. Wow. Yeah, Super no, he, he, was, he was brilliant. Um, Ashley asks, what position in the league do you think we will be in December? Let's actually just take a look oh. at the fixtures that we've got in December. I hate doing this. So, obviously, I mean, we, we, we're not going to be working out the exact numbers here because, obviously, we don't know how the rest of the league's going to pan out yeah. for everyone else. But Villa at home, Win. Palace away. Win. Man United away. Win that. Oh, come off it. And win that. Luton at home. Win that. Forest away. Always win that. Fulham at home. Robot. Win that. Spurs away on you. Dango Vitale. Come off it. Uh, no, I think, yeah, difficult. They don't even take a point. Um, would be, I mean, just saw them at the weekend. They were their fourth when we're going to play. Yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're brilliant. If we have a, if we get a point off Villa, especially with the, the results of that, that'd be brilliant. And you know what? Sorry to interrupt. I'm going to mention that uh, Tyler Gregory tweet I saw. Yeah, go on. Bringing you, Tyler, bringing us back down to earth. But he might have a point. He yeah, said, but... I think a lot of our fan base will be in for a reality check next Sunday. Oh, Villa are 
when we play Villa. Yeah. Too many seem to think that we can beat them comfortably just as no we've won three of the last four. They are one of the best drilled teams in the league with talent all over the pitch. Nil-nil will do for him, will it? Absolutely. Stick the place out okay. nil-nil. I mean, Villa are top draw, by the way. I mean, everyone's... I know they've had a little bit of a blip with injuries and stuff, but everyone's obviously picked up Tottenham and rightly so. And Ange Ball and, and Villa didn't even place their best levels and won the game away yeah. from home. They're, t- they're fourth, mate. And their chances to make it even more Yeah, as they're, well. they're good in all areas of the pitch as well. Emery's a very attack minded manager, so I think it'll be a good game. But it'll be absorbing, um, actually. I mean, it if will, we do manage to get something that's like... Because we will have chances in the break, but I agree with, with what Tyler said. Let's, let's calm down a little bit because... When we play like this against, I know it's different levels, but you play against City, you can still get pumped. But they, do have, the, but they do have the odd game where they go off the boil, though. Forest away was one of them. Yeah, they? and it's after Europe. Yeah, yeah. Handy. but but I'd, I would I would be very shocked if I, at any point in the game I wouldn't take a draw. Okay. I, I'd be well happy with a draw. So after that, Palace, which is all never a nice place to go. Place to go to. No, it's a, this was difficult looking ahead because I'd go Palace away. Go, we take well. If we get some against Villa, I might even take a draw. But if we don't, then I'd want to win. Yeah, so it yeah. all depends on other results. But Palace, we're, we don't know where they'll be at in a few games' time, but it's somewhere you can go and get something, I think. Man United, guaranteed to be nil-nil after 90 minutes or a draw and then like an entry time winner or something. What's mental is they're like not that far off top four. I think they're the form team in the league. Which is crazy, but I still feel like they're not that yeah. good. But you'd still listen, let's be, I'm being, being truthful. Definitely take a point at Old Trafford there. Luton, Forest, and Fulham, though. I mean, Forest are relatively strong at home, relatively. Then, yeah, so them three, I think, if you can get six, seven, you'd be absolutely buzzing, wouldn't yeah. you? But um, yeah, it's a weird one with Forest because I, you want to go and what everyone would go on the outside, go, everyone take a point at Forest because they're brilliant. Like, We've well, got such a good record there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like every time we go there, we win. Yeah. So that's what in my head. But yeah, Forest are a good side. So, But listen, they're all. Yeah. And there's Spurs on New Year's Eve, which, you know. Uh, yes, we won there last year, but that is a really, really tough. Yeah, yeah, that would be tough. But you never know. But yeah, we'll be around sick from that point. Yeah, well, that that would be quite nice. Hope that answers your question, Ash. Um, FPL commander, how patient fans deservedly rewarded with Iriola ball come to the fore now the players understand their roles? Could mention a few on X, I presume, who have the temerity of not having him after a tough run of fixtures due to results and give him the job to save hands like Neil Warnock. Did anyone say that if they did? Shame on you. But yeah, it it, it is fair to say our our patience has been rewarded and it sort of makes me think as a a fan base, we need to be a bit more patient with these things. I mean, you know, we ourselves, we were probably a bit impatient with with O'Neill in January, the start of Feb, and he came good. Maybe this shows that you just need to give things a little bit of time because now you wouldn't want to be getting your Iola if this is the trajectory that we're on and it's uh, it's going in a good direction. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. Um, I think there were a few games. I think the one that stands out for me was Everton away where I thought... Yeah. Now, I suddenly had a moment where I thought, is this not going to work? Like, oh, yeah, this whole, because yeah, it was oh, so yeah. bad. But, yes, patience, it's really difficult. We, we're football fans and, and you'd be fickle and your frustrations after a game, etc. And that's why we do this show, really, to dissect it a little bit more. Whether we're... Because after a game, if we win, I was... I mean, I did just mention that we'll be sick. Yeah. Um, and then when you lose, you're, you're down in the dubs. That's just, that's life, you know. Um, but I don't know, I remember doing a few, um, James Alcott was doing a narrative and at the start of the season, we were kind of doing it every week. And I remember because of the, you know, what it was, everyone was going, ball the floor, awful. And I remember a few of them going, everyone calm down. Mm. Look, just give it a bit of time. We've got a lot of injuries, we've been tough fixed, just calm down. And it is starting to show now and I'm just, I'm, I'm relieved, um, really relieved that it has kind of paid off as, 
we then fix with the injuries and you think, no, it's come to the fore as we thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a few questions that is very difficult to answer really. James starts, realistically, aims for the rest of the season just to avoid relegation or push for a top 10 finish. It's okay to be in the middle of that and I think yeah. that's where we'll probably be. Yeah, we'll see. But I think um, first season, uh, new manager, really, really difficult start. The minimum expectation is make sure we're a Premier League club next season and then we kick on from there. But if we see this sort of football, uh, now that's the ideal thing. I think, you know, we've spoke about it enough, but I think with the players we've got, the money we're spending now, um, we're a team that should stay in the Premier League. And we did that last season. But all we wanted to see this season was to do that again, but let's see a little bit more of a philosophy. Let's see a little bit more of uh, entertaining football. And I think at the moment, that's that's what I'd take. Make sure we're in the league and um, yeah, make sure there looks like there's signs that we're going to just slow steps moving yeah. forward and, you know, the old place, the old points total we're in there. One of the next questions I can't answer, um, someone more qualified like uh, Rob Weber might be able to, AFCB Rob, if you're not following me on Twitter, you should do because his graphs, pie charts, scatter graphs and all that stuff are things of beauty. After what happened to Everton and the money that we spent in the last couple of years, how confident are we that we're staying within FFP? I think that Everton, I think, was a warning sign to a lot of Premier League clubs and I'm sure mm. um, we will know what limits we're operating within and uh, you just have to trust the process and trust the people that are in charge financially. The, the Sounds like um, Everton the only club to ever have a poor introduction, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I'd, yeah I'm pretty sure. 27 in two seasons we had. There you go. There you go. So yeah, we'll... Big have clubs have point deductions, Everton. Don't worry about it. We've all been there. We've all been there. You're bounce back. Don't worry about it. Jewel says, uh, would we sell more in January so he gets game time before the Euros or is the risk too big as we don't have another out-and-out striker other than Solanke? And I saw um, a quote from, what's the Welsh manager? Rob Page, is it? That's it. He said um, he recommended or has said that players that aren't getting much game time for their clubs seek a move in January. Well, could he be one of them? Could Mets yes. be one of them? Yes. Um, we're not so sure about Mets. I think he's got the players nailed down anyway in Wales squad um, and starting lineup. But I think... Um, Kiefer Moore goes in January alone at minimum for me, I think. Um, it all depends, obviously. You've got to remember that um, Wales have got playoffs, so we don't know if they're going to the Euros yet. They're in a good, they've got a good draw, so you you back them maybe too. But I think I think Moore would have gone if the Dakar deal would come through. Yeah, true, true. I think Moore will a bit like what we did with Kevin Jones. Mm. I think there'll be a team that are trying to get over the line. Moore's perfect yeah. in the championship, so you're looking at say an Ipswich, that sort of. Do you know what I mean? Just getting in on loads in the season, but we ain't going to let him go unless we have someone. So I think it might be a case of we get a backup in and and he'll he'll go, I would have thought. Well, on that note, in terms of Welsh players, Morgan Scott said David Brooks, for me, was player of pre-season. Had a good yeah. spell, scoring away at Brentford. That was special to get his first goal back in the Premier League. Is a loan move ideal for him? And he basically asks, uh, is he technically good, uh, good enough? Morgan thinks he is, yes. but is he... What do you think? I think at the moment he's... I mean, we've mentioned about Sinistera and how he can't get in when he's some performances would suggest he should. I think the the problem for Brooksy, the only thing he lacks compared to all our other players that front four is pace. So the way Andoni wants to play, I don't think he, he believes he can do the pressing as well. Uh, and I actually think he's... It's a shame for him how well Cliver's doing because I think that would be more of his role rather than wide. Yeah. But... He's not coming coming on and let us down. He's he's a bloody good footballer. I watched him for Wales. He's still he's just so good. But you know, listen, you can't. He's he's part of the squad, and um, I think he's a big part of the squad. And I don't think we would take a gamble of letting him out on load or anything. I think he's still ahead of yeah, your Hammer Trailways and Daniel Batara's yeah. for me. So Brooks is still have a big part to play for me. 
players in those positions are naturally more interchangeable or disposable than what you are if you're a right back. Definitely. And I think we would have said not long ago, not long ago, we'd have said, why did we bring Clive All it takes is, so Philip Binning gets an injury, Clive gets his chance, now he he can't drop him. So all it needs is someone, I'm not being funny, but probably will get injuries. We seem to. Um, and Brooksy will get a game if he takes it. Yeah. He takes it, and that, that's what Semenyo's done. Yeah. That's what Clive has done. So, yeah, he'll get his he'll get his opportunities as whether he takes it or not. But I still believe in Brooksy's quality, no doubt. Uh, we've chatted a little bit about Lewis Cook already. Tom Humphrey said, "Ask Soji, could he be potential captain?" He's captain material, isn't he? He's done he it before is, for yeah. the young England. Um, I think he could be. I think he's more than bad before, and he whether it be friendly yeah. as he has. Um, he has. He, he's yeah. He feels like a captain on the pitch. Then he um, obviously you've got uh, Meto, which is obviously the keeper that's that's the captain. But um, yeah, I think he's certainly one of them ones that. And you got to remember actually with a lot of new players, he's one of the more experienced ones that's been in there a long time. So um, wouldn't shock me if he ends up getting the armband at some point. Uh, next, uh, this is good from uh, Tom. Palmer, mm. the slander on Adam Smith's name. I haven't mentioned him too much in this, but that cross was a thing of beauty. On oh, the the energy that he had during that game, the the amount he got forward, he was absolutely superb. What's that now? His three hundred and fifty first yes. appearance for AFC Ball with whatever it is. Uh, we didn't really mention this recently, but he deserves huge praise. Only one left from that first. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, promotion to the Premier League, always reliable, always, always consistent. Just think, for some reason, he, he gets a little bit overlooked because the amount of appearances he's had, the amount he's done for the football club, yeah. people might not be aware probably, but there'll be young fans that don't remember him when he was on loan for us. Yeah, um, even you know, well before that thrill goal. Yeah, uh, back in back in the lower leagues, um, he's played for England at youth level. Yeah, yeah, he's a bloody good player, um, and I just think that he's not. I've said this before with other players, he's not brand new and shiny. Yeah, people get a little bit. Oh, he's a bit older. Let's replace him. And and Aaron's has been really, really good. Yeah, I so I appreciate that. But there were a few people before the game kind of going. Oh, do we play like Tav at wing back now? Aaron's like, just play Alan Smith. Fine. I think Aaron's is is the is the one is your main right back. But if he's out, that's why you keep Smith. Um, and Smith's reliable, consistent. Really pleased that he's got a number there by getting the assist as yeah, well. Um, played really well. So yeah, love love Smithy. We'll always love Smithy. And. Um, yeah, he's he's a, a great great guy to have in the dressing room. It seems when when you hear about what other people think of him. So yeah, class for Smithy. Sorry if we didn't get to read your tweet out, but if you go onto our profile, you can see a number of interesting comments there. And if you want us to maybe pick up on any of those, just pop us a message in the YouTube comments below. By the way, if you are watching on YouTube, have you done a couple of things? Because we really like it when you. Press the like button, is that right? Press that, that that helps us for some reason, so do that. And, um, does. Yeah, really appreciate that. Um, you can click the bell if you want, if you can do that, then it'll just tell you when a video goes out, basically, so you have to keep checking. And then most importantly, please click that subscribe button, um, that means a lot to us. And yeah, we just really appreciate it, because there's loads of videos always out, always. and the mini little breaks for the international break, but uh, yeah, good to get back and, and talking talking loads of football and all things Bournemouth, but also Premier League, so yeah, please do it. You know what I love doing? Here we go. On a Sunday morning, mate. Oh, do you know what I love doing? Go. No, not that. I love watching your video on Telegram. Thank your you. Your player ratings video. It's a lovely... Oh, do you not know about this? So to anyone who helps us out financially, just a monthly of like three quid, that's the minimum it can be. And that's just the price of a coffee. Actually, not even that. Coffees are well expensive these days. But... Three quid every month um, goes towards helping fund the podcast and helping 
with our new equipment purchases, like new cameras, new mics and stuff, really appreciate that. Oh yeah, by the way, I forgot to say, my laptop, my MacBook, I did, has anyone, up, has anyone like updated to the new version, by the way? Sonoma or something. It's a brand new version of the Mac software. I have this like photo editing software that I use stopped working because it's incompatible. Oh, so I had to buy a new subscription. Um, Your money's help with stuff like that. Yeah, so no. If you think the thumbnails look slightly different at the moment, that's because they are, because I'm getting to grips with learning the new software that I don't, I'm trying, I'm trying. But your money's really helped. And as part of that, you go onto our Telegram chat group, which is a lovely community. Yeah. And in there, we post bloopers, first looks. We've done a lot of that recently, but also Tom's player rating show. Hmm. Enjoyed watching it on Sunday mornings. like 10 minutes, chilled out Tom talking us through your man of the match performances uf and lewis cook is that yes, right I did, yeah. what about the who scored one the one using the stats it'll be tav from who scored two yeah but is it though yeah it is tav with 9.1 but there you can see everyone's stats there pretty good i saw some some national newspaper whenever it uh, was that their their ratings for sheffield united like one of those players scored two mm-hmm. another scored three like really, really bad. But look, some really good, like Cliver up there with eight point three as well. Some Menyo, eight point two. Some some really good numbers. Yeah. But if you want to get on Tom's and ours a Telegram group, afcbpodcast.com forward slash coffee. We truly do appreciate the support. It means an awful lot to us. Thank you. Yeah, as much. Good ratings, them. Yeah, I'd like to come back. I just say that. Remember in the preview, I said I'm looking forward to. Seeing Luke Thomas, I think he's a player that he was awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful. I don't know what happened. He happened. was the one that scored two, I think. Oh, yeah, he had a really he had a stinker. So, um, yeah, uh, Sheffield United did not have a good day, but let's give ourselves credit for that. Oh, by the way, a ball with fans. Mm. Psst. Oh, psst. Right. So, we've got this giveaway on our Twitter. It's our pinned tweet at the moment with Foco. You can go on our website, go to the shop, and then have a look at all the uh, licensed product range. You can also buy it from AC Balls, but if you buy it, through us, we get a little bit of help financially. Um, we're giving away some AFC ball with Christmas crackers oh. and a, a Santa snow globe AFC ball thing. All you got to do is like and retweet or re-X or whatever. Repost it on X, follow AFCB podcast and FOCO as well. And then just reply with your favourite AFC ball with gift. Now, follow me as well if you like. Yeah, and follow him. Tom Jordan 21. Now, the reason I'm saying Psst, is that for some reason, that competition has ended up on some like competitions website. Oh, where loads of like stay at home mum and dads are like there, like clicking, clicking the competition. So we're getting loads of random followers and like retweets from people that are Bournemouth fans. Yeah. We really want this to go to a Bournemouth yeah. fan. So please go on, make sure you retweet it and do all the things we say because we're going to be giving that away Wednesday. So get them in by Tuesday midnight. All right. No, I got to do. Well, it. I like that little slow glow. I want it. Well, mate, Claire, if I win it, it's bad, look. Well, enter it if... I'd if, love it if I if win If your name's drawn, then we'll just redraw it, but oh. just, just, you know, just to see, just to see. I don't know if it is. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh. There's, there's, there's not much more to cover, I think. It's been a, a really good weekend. Spent the weekend in, in Sheffield. Happy birthday to Lucy. Yeah. It's a very, very good Saturday indeed. I felt... I'm going to say to you, you're going to be like, what? I didn't have that like euphoric feeling. On. You are so entitled. I just didn't have you're that. Enti- you just entitled it, fan of a big football club and win football matches. Is right? it just because it was like they, like they weren't much competition at all? Yeah, I think it was comfy. It's rolled over almost. I think yeah. If they if they had suddenly just randomly nicked a couple of two 0 and then we scored last minute, it would have been different. It was just 
yeah. Um, no, I, I kind of get that, but I always enjoy winning full matches. Thought it was really good. I did enjoy it too. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm just really liking uh, last few games. Just having a go and just being. I can't like take my eyes off it because you think we can attack at any moment. It's just yeah. great fun, great fun. So yeah, we're enjoying it, and yeah, we've got a really, really difficult one next. So um, we'll see how we go on that. Really see where we're yeah. at. I think against top opponents. So um, yeah, looking forward to it though, mate. And, uh, and let's bring in some of those chants to into Dean Cole because they're quality, mm. they? you know. And we know what a good atmosphere does at Dean. Definitely, it was great against Newcastle. Great yeah. against Burnley. You never know. Bring home the three points. You never know. Alert, contact the law. Uh, Premier League show tomorrow. Away day review show Wednesday. It's a Sunday kickoff, so a bit later on in the week we'll have our opposition view and then the preview. And we'll see you in the next one. Billy, left footed, it's a cheeky one. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.